success and happiness ultimately is not found in this world. Welcome to Connections with Rich and Bobby. Hi, this is Rich, Rich Homeris. And I'm Bobby, Bobby Hamlin. We're talking with Pastor Joe Jackowitz, the president of First Love Ministries and the pastor of Christ Bible Church in Pleasanton, California. We asked Pastor Joe to explain to those who are searching for truth why we as Christians look to the Bible for guidance and direction. They may say, why the Bible? A lot of people are seeking truth. You know, that's what we hear all the time from friends, strangers, is people are looking everywhere. They're trying to find success, find happiness. And they look to self-help books. They look to friends, hopefully wise friends, or writers. But as Christians, we look to the Bible for God's guidance. Now, a lot of times they'll say, why the Bible? Why am I always hearing about the Bible? People, like you suggest, are looking for meaning to life. They're looking for success, for happiness, fulfillment in every conceivable way, emotionally, mentally, relationally, financially. But the most important area of need is spiritual, to find the meaning of life, to know that when we die, we're going to go to heaven. And so success and happiness ultimately is not found in this world. And the, they need to find the truth. I think people instinctively know that there's not many different truths, although some of us uh, learn in college, as professors say, there's many roads that lead to God. Uh, but that's not true according to the Bible. I think a lot of people know instinctively that there's only one truth. You know, one time I heard somebody talking about that very question, and they said people do have a problem with that. They want there to be many answers to it. Say mathematically, two plus two always equals four. It doesn't sometimes equal five or seven. There's one truth. And so thinking about that, about other sciences and so on, there's usually one truth. So that should not be so hard to understand about spiritual things as well, would you say? Yes, that's true. Facts, experience, science lead us to remedies and solutions to many different things. And in many fields and sciences, there's only one remedy through experimentation. We find that particular remedy. In medicine, it would be a prescription to heal you. Similarly, in the spiritual realm, there is only one truth according to the Bible. The Bible teaches that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through him. But the Bible itself is the guidebook. It's the source of truth where we can get all of our questions answered, questions that come instinctively to us as we grow up about the meaning of life or questions that we're prompted to think through school or other circumstances. So it's the Bible that we find our answers to these questions. And as we look at the Bible, uh, people are asking the question, how do we know that the Bible is true, that uh, this is something that we should follow in our life? That's a very good question, Rich, because I've had many people over, over 35 years as a pastor ask me that question. And as just as a Christian in everyday life, people would say, well, how do I know the Bible is true? Because there are many competing sources of truth that say, we have the truth over here and all the other sources are wrong. Our scriptures are true. The other scriptures are wrong of other religions. And so that's a very fair and accurate question. 
I think there's evidence from outside of the Bible and from inside of the Bible itself that clearly and unequivocally teach us and demonstrate that the Bible is the Word of God. I think one reason is that the Bible is historically accurate. Every historical reference in the Bible to time and place and nations and armies, references to nations and locations of nations and in periods of history have always been proven to be historically right. There have been scientists, there have been college professors that have checked out the historical exclamations and the historical references in the Bible. And those references have always been backed up by history and archaeology and the facts. And so the Bible is historically accurate and compared to other ancient sources of religious documentation like religious books, religious scriptures, there's no comparison. The Bible has absolutely no faults to it and other books have inaccuracies and errors in them. Um, the Bible was written over a period of 1,500 years by 44 different authors. The Bible is one self-contained book, but within that book are 66 individual books. The Bible is divided into two parts, the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament was written before Jesus was born, and the New Testament was written beginning about 40 A.D. through about 110 A.D., and so the Bible clearly shows us that even though it was written over a period of 1,500 years, that all 44 authors, some of them wrote more than one book. That's why you have less authors than the total amount of books, like 66 books. But the theology and the teaching and the doctrine contained in all of the books are harmoniously in full agreement. There's no contradiction between what Moses wrote in the first five books of the Bible called the Pentateuch, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, with John, uh, the Apostle John, who wrote the last book in the Bible, the book of Revelation. These two men were separated by 1,500 years, but the teaching that they wrote uh, agrees 100%, and with all the other 42 authors in, in the Bible. So the same God revealed the doctrine and the teaching to all 44 authors, even though most of them never knew each other and were separated by hundreds of years. An interesting discussion on the topic, Why the Bible? with Pastor Joe, Joe Jackowitz. And we'll return to our talk with Pastor Joe in just a moment, so stay with us. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to connect with you. Just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby. That's all one word, and Bobby is spelled B-O-B-B-I dot com. That's Connections with Rich and Bobby dot com. And there you'll find all of our podcasts and all of our contact information. Also, you can connect with us on social media by friending us on Facebook, post on Instagram, tweet us on Twitter, listen to us on Pandora, or even watch us on our YouTube channel, Connections with Rich and Bobby. Now, let's return to our talk with Pastor Joe on the topic, Why the Bible? Let's go way, way back. You said the written word was with us for some 1,500 years. But what about those uh, before the uh, Bible was written, before uh, Moses' time, uh, like Enoch and others? Uh, how did they receive God's word, and how did God make his presence known to them? 
Very good question. I think a lot of people think about that. What about before the Bible? How did people come to know about the true God who created the heavens and the earth, the God of the Bible, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Actually, the first book that was probably written in the Bible was the book of Job. And then Moses wrote the first five books. So the first book was written about 4,000 years ago, give or take 100 or 200 years. And so for the first 2,000 years of Earth's history, before God even called Abraham and called Moses, God revealed truth directly to Adam and Eve through direct revelation. That is, God spoke to them directly, audibly, or he, through a dream or a vision, gave them information, or he just revealed it to their minds or through some form of knowledge communicated to them by God directly. And he taught them how to worship God properly in spirit and in truth. He taught them certain moral laws that they were to follow and obey. And so they passed on to their posterity, to their children, these oral traditions and these commandments and ordinances that God had taught them directly. One thing is that today people are still wondering, maybe they don't have access to the Bible because... Um, They live in a country where it's not made available to them, Um, or maybe it's even against the law, or quite dangerous even to read the Bible. And so would you say that God communicates with them the same way? He doesn't obviously just leave them because they're his creation as well. So uh, how would he communicate or reach them? Well, the Bible teaches us that everyone who has ever lived, including all of us today, all of you listening to this program, have an opportunity to come to know the God of the Bible, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, to be saved and to be forgiven of all of your sins, to have your guilt removed. God gives the world three witnesses that testify of him that if you follow those witnesses and listen to the witnesses and you follow the truth where it leads you to the true God, that he will reveal the message that will lead to your salvation if you believe in it. Those three witnesses, according to Romans chapters 1 and 2, are the creation number one. God has revealed himself through the creation to man. People go outside and they look up and they may have never heard about the Bible before. They don't even know the Ten Commandments. Let's say uncivilized tribes in Africa or other places where there's never been a missionary or a Bible. But they look up and they see this uniform design in creation. And the old astronomers looked up and they, through the reason and intelligence that they can tell that there had to be a designer behind this grand design that's up there. And if they would just follow and pray to the God, the designer of the universe, that God would reveal themselves to him. The second witness is the witness of conscience. It says God wrote his law upon our heart. And when we break the Ten Commandments, our conscience automatically gives us guilt makes us feel bad. Well, some people have never read the Bible. They don't know about the Ten Commandments. They can hardly recite one or two of the Ten Commandments. But God has written those commandments on their hearts so that when they break those commandments, they feel guilty. And when that guilt occurs, they receive a witness that there is a true God behind that moral law, that moral code, those commandments that are being testified in their hearts and minds. And if they would pray to the God of those commandments, he would reveal himself to them. And then the third witness is the witness of the word of God. And that is the teaching and preaching and sharing of the, of the message of the Bible. 
that if you keep reading the Bible and you pray to the God of the Bible, he will reveal himself to you, just like he did to me. I was born and raised as a Jew in New York City, uh, uh, just a kid from Brooklyn, you know, drinking soda and coffee in diners in New Jersey and, and Brooklyn. But when I was in the Marine Corps in 1976, I began, I didn't know anything about Jesus. I just began praying to the God of the Bible, and he revealed himself to me in the person of Jesus Christ, not some kind of vision or apparition or miraculous appearance, not an audible voice. But I began to learn about the Bible and hear the good news of salvation through Jesus Christ. And if they will pray to then God will reveal himself to the individual. And one of the things that God will, will communicate through the Bible, through the teaching of the scriptures, is that Jesus Christ is God. Oh yes, Jesus is God, as we're told in John 1.1 that says, In the beginning was the Word, Jesus. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And we'll be continuing our talk with Pastor Joe, Joe Jackowitz, on our next program. So be sure to join us then, and invite others to tune in as well. Yes, important questions that many have. And it's nice to have a place to challenge each of us to search the Scriptures. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby. And we'd love to have you subscribe to our podcast. It's free. On this platform or any of the others, like iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Also, if you've missed a program or would like to hear the current one once again, or invite others to listen, just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby, all one word and Bobby spelt with an I, dot com. That's Connections with Rich and Bobby, dot com. Also, all of our contact information is there as well. And if you have a smart speaker, you can also listen to us there by simply saying, Alexa, Siri, or Hey Google, play the current episode of the podcast, Connections with Rich and Bobby. Also, you can listen to our podcast on Pandora. Also, we brought our podcast to YouTube. That's right. It's a visual look at our guests as we talk with them on our program. So check it out by going to our YouTube channel, Connections with Rich and Bobby. That's Connections with Rich and Bobby on YouTube. This is Connections, connecting with one another as Romans 1 verse 12 says, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So thank you for listening, and remember, tell others and spread the word, God's word. And don't forget to join us next time on Connections with Rich and Bobby.